Welcome to 106%. This is episode four. I am still so, so very happy to be here. I'm very excited and grateful and appreciative. And let's get started. Okay, so my name is Tracy. And what I want to talk about today is um, social media stalking, (laughs) background checks, um, my first date number nine, what I learned from first date number nine, and one of my favorite t-shirts in the company that makes the t-shirt. Okay, so I don't know, it's interesting to me. So we live in a day and age where your life is in your phone, right? Like we talked about, you know, with passcode privacy in the last episode. But your life is also heavily documented and tied to social media. So even if you're really not on social media that often, you have to give your name, right? You have to give a number, you have to give an email, whether it's posted or not, like all that info is there. So a lot of our lives are captured online whether we want it to be or not, right? And there's all sorts of apps out there like Truthfinder and like Ancestry.com. And oh my God, I'm sure there's so many that I'm not even aware of that are out there. And a lot of these apps are free. Okay, so as a single female who's been on dating apps for about a year, I have to tell you, once I get a phone number, it is pretty easy for me to figure out if the person's real, if the person's who they say they are, whether they're real or not, right? (laughs) Whether they're pretending to be somebody else or if it's a real person or if it's some sort of scam, it's pretty easy. Um, And the reason I like to share this information is just because I want everybody to be safe. Like I love, I love dating. I think it's a lot of fun. At some point I'll probably um, not be on dating apps so much. Um, You know, eventually I'll find someone who, you know, in theory could be my next person. (laughs) Doubt it, but... (laughs) But anything's possible, right? But uh, but in the meantime, I have learned some things and I will share them as the episodes go on. But one of the things that I really want to mention is I think that when it comes to social media um, and it comes to dating, I think we have to be careful what information we put out there for one, because creepy strangers like myself <laughs> can find out all sorts of information about you for two. Um, but I do think it's worth it because I want everybody to be safe. Um, so I have some tips that I uh, will share some in this episode and and then more in other episodes to come, just as far as keeping yourself safe, right? Okay, so the reason I started thinking about background checks and Facebook stalking specifically is because when I start to tell you guys about number nine, oh my God, I should have done it, but I didn't. Okay, but I learned my lesson, right? Okay, so I met number nine um, on Facebook. Uh, He sent me a message when I posted my divorce in July So as you know, like, you know, my marriage ended in February, we were divorced very quickly after that, felt sorry for myself every fucking day from February to July, right? My friend came in, she in July, she put me on my first dating app. And then like, as they say, the rest is history, right? (laughs) Well, um, as I started going on my first dates, I realized that, you know, on social media, I should probably update my status, right? Uh, I'm certainly not a celebrity, but I was like, you know, at this point, I should probably let people who don't know, like officially that I'm divorced, right? So I went ahead and updated my status and I put something on there like uh, it was like kind of cute and sweet and short. And it was basically like, unfortunately, all good things must come to an end. And I put a, one of my favorite photos of my ex and I on there. And I just, you know, that was it. I hit send. I posted it. So I ended up with quite a few sweet messages from friends and family, and they all made me feel better. I got a few laughs. It was good, um, you know, because I love to make people laugh. And unfortunately, <laughs> even in this situation, I still made people laugh. So it was good. Um, anyway, 
So number nine and I uh, were Facebook friends and we had a lot of mutual friends. And he says, though I don't remember it, he says that we met at a CrossFit event. I was like heavily involved with CrossFit a few years ago. I used to travel for it. I met a few famous, awesome CrossFitters like Nicole and Eva T and they were awesome people and um, had so much fun working out with them and like learned so much from them. Um, anyway, so one of these events, um, you know, the Bergners, like Freddie Camacho, like so much fun. Anyway, um, one of the events that I was at, number nine says he was there with me. <laughs> Obviously, he left an incredible impression, right? Because I don't remember. Anyway, but later on, we became, um, or I assume later on, I don't know, we became Facebook friends. And um, we stayed in touch. And every once in a while through the years, I would see his name pop up with like a funny meme or something, right? Or a joke, or he'd comment on one of my jokes or whatever. So his name over the years became familiar. Um, not that that doesn't mean he's not a stranger. It just means like I remember the name, right? Anyway, so, you know, through the years with Facebook, right, you, you know, you chit-chat with people, you share memes, whatever, right? Okay, so when I uploaded the post um, that was talking about my ex and I's divorce, you know, the life event, he sent me a private message. And the way my job works is there's some days where I can be on my phone a lot, whether I'm working or not. And there's other days where I'm working that I just can't be on my phone. It just depends on the task at hand, right? Anyway, so number nine caught me on a day where I could be on my phone all day, even though I was at work. So he sent a message and it was really cute and sweet and it was witty. And it basically said, you know, hey, uh, I saw your life event. Um, I'm so sorry. Keep your chin up. Just so you know, um, things will get better. This happened to me not too long ago. You know, let me know if you need anything. Chin up kind of thing. It was cute, right? So I had time that day at work. So I went ahead and responded back and we ended up chatting like the whole fucking day. And soon after we became inseparable. Um, he lives uh, about two hours, two and a half hours, depending on how well you are with traffic. Anyway, so uh, from me, so, um, you know, we chatted, we met pretty quickly and we were virtually inseparable. Um, he's in the army, he's in the guard. Um, I knew right away that he was deploying, like it was coming up, like he was training for it. He was doing like all those classes before, you know, you ship out, right? So I knew that it was probably not the best decision to spend so much time with him, but I liked him and, you know, I was still kind of sad because of my ex and, you know, not that much time had passed at this point. Like I was divorced, but, you know, I mean, shit, he was only first date number nine, right? So um, I saw a couple of flags, I would say now, but then I didn't see them. <laughs> anyway, he's really cute. My type, extremely well-read, a smart guy. Um, we got along really well. Um in person, everything was great. Um, we had so much fun. And anyway, so he, he anyway, so, uh, okay, so he goes ahead and he, you know, he deploys. It's kind of dramatic. He's kind of a dramatic guy, like uh, with some of the text and phone calls and video messages, or whatever. But I always thought that was kind of sweet. And then I just kind of attributed some of that when he was, um, uh, at Fort Hood and then getting ready to ship out to just the fact that, you know, he's kind of dramatic. He's feeling emotional, you know, deploying sometimes can, you know, makes you like a little emotional. Right. So anyway, so he was very dramatic, but I liked him. Our communication style like meshed really well. Um, I hate good morning texts, which I will <laughs> mention in another upcoming, upcoming episode. 
hate good morning texts though. One of the worst things you can do to me is like, wish me good morning. Anyway, so, <laughs> so he didn't do that. He made me laugh throughout the day. It was the right amount of communication. I also hate when people communicate too much. I don't know. I'm kind of weird throughout the day. I mean, anyway, so uh, it was really funny, very, you know, similar sense of humor. He often said that I was like the female version of him, which of course, you know, I, I took as a compliment. Anyway, so we got along really well. Things were awesome. He deploys. It's dramatic. I'm kind of sad. He's kind of sad, but you know, we're, you know, I feel like we're making things work. Um, we're not necessarily like an exclusive couple because of course he's deployed, you know, I'm still relatively freshly single. Right. Um, but I decide that I really like him. So I decide I'm going to take myself off some apps. Um, and I went ahead and shared how I was feeling with him at a later date, right? Like one of the phone calls, cause we got like in a routine. So, you know, even with the time difference, we would chat like at certain times of the day. Anyway. Um, so I mentioned how I was feeling and he was like, Oh my God, I feel the same way. Of course, he's deployed, so <laughs> there's not a whole lot of people he could date. I mean, he can, but you know what I mean. Anyway, so we decide, okay, we're going to try to make things work. He's like, I'm really excited to, to get back home. I can't wait to see you, blah, blah, blah. So things are good, right? So I'm at work, and I'm at one of those work days where I have to drive, and I'm in a Gov that has CarPlay, and I love CarPlay. So I love to sing. Um, I sing terribly. I have, like, no tone, no pitch, nothing, right? But I love to sing anyway, and I sing every chance I get. Poor Ike, right? My poor dog has to hear it all the time. Anyway, so this particular day I'm driving, and I'm, like, belting out with, like, all of my heart with my fake microphone. <laughs> to the fake audience in my car as I'm singing car play. It's probably like the dead sounds because I've been obsessed with them for a while now. Anyway, so I'm singing. It's a good day. I have like a little energy drink and CarPlay um, will interrupt your song briefly. And then you look at the screen and it'll tell you if it's a phone call, text message, whatever. Right. So sure enough, I'm singing. My audience is disappointed. Right. <laughs> I uh, look at the phone or look at the screen and I see an incoming call from Facebook Messenger. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. And then I look closely and I see a name and it is a female name and it is the name of number nine's ex-wife or current wife. Don't really know. You know why? Because <laughs> I didn't do any background checks. I didn't do a whole lot on Facebook Messenger. I saw a couple of things that were questionable, but I didn't really pursue them and learned my lesson because when I saw her name, I don't know why or how to explain it, but I had this like gut feeling, gut reaction that was so strong. It felt like my heart like immediately shot to my feet and I was even sitting down and it so happened. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I didn't have a great feeling, as I said, when I saw her name. So I pulled over because, you know, I'm in a gov, right? So I want to make sure I was like safe because I was just so shocked. It was like somebody had hit me in the fucking face, right? So I pulled over and I answered the phone and I was like all kinds of awkward, all kinds of polite because I just didn't even know what was happening. So to this day, I do not know who was lying, if they were both lying, neither was lying. Um, I don't know the whole situation. I don't know if they reconciled. I don't know if they ever were divorced. And really, at that moment, I decided it doesn't matter. I don't want to be around either one of them. Um, I wish them well. <laughs> but that was it for me. Um, and I learned a very valuable lesson. So I don't know. So I shared the story uh, recently. And uh, a Facebook friend of mine, <laughs> a 
mentioned a word that I promised him I would mention because I think the word is adorable. Uh, he makes me laugh on social media often. So I said I would give him a shout out. So the word that he mentioned that is going to be one of my new favorite words, especially when it comes to safety and social media and just, you know, being safe out there is murderized. <laughs> Love it so much, Rowdy Trickle. Murderized. So there are the apps that I talked about before, right? Like Truth Finder, Family FamilyAncestry.com. You know, once you get a phone number, a name, it's pretty easy. Anyway, um, I'm sure there's tons out there. But the one that I want to mention before I talk about one of my favorite T-shirts is a Noonlight. So Noonlight is a free app. You put it on your phone. Um, I like to uh, put it on my phone and take my passcode off if I'm going to meet somebody for the first time. So I personally never meet anybody for the first time um, unless I've seen them on a video call and I've seen recent messages or in recent photos rather. So what I like to do is meet somebody, um, ask them, you know, what I think are good questions, which I can share later. Um, I ask for a recent photo and I'll sometimes, if I'm unsure, I'll ask for a photo that'll be like, hey, why don't you show me what you look like in a blue t-shirt? Hey, why don't you show me what you look like when you have three fingers up? Like... I always try to pick something that's kind of unique to the conversation so I don't look like a psycho, but also <laughs> also so I can just find out if it's really that person. Um, and then I try to switch from a dating app to like my actual phone so I can get an actual phone number. Um, and then I try to do video calls, at least one. That way I can get an idea if I'm really meeting this person for one. And then for two, is this person look like they say they're going to look, right? Because some people will put photos that are like five, 10 years old. I don't have a problem with that, but I also like to see what you look like, like fucking today, you know, like, shit, I'm going to be 50. Of course, I was adorable in my 20s. I mean, I'm still adorable now, but shit, I don't exactly look like that. So anyway, so what I like to do is like, I like to do those, right? I like to get a recent photo. I like to see them on video and I demand to meet in a public place first. Um, even with COVID, and I was like dating through COVID um, in New York, there's one guy, uh, one of the earlier numbers, I believe he was 11. I'd have to go back and look at my list. Anyway, he's a really nice guy, really cute. Um, we wanted to meet, but everything was closed at that point in time because of COVID, right? So he was like, you know what, why don't we go meet at this parking lot near a park and we'll share a bottle of wine. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so fucking cute. So we did, right? A friend of mine did a similar thing, and we got the idea and mentioned it. It was awesome. So we did, right? So uh, I met him, a uh, public place. I had noon light on my phone with my passcode off because, shit, heaven forbid, there's an actual emergency, and my, I don't want to fumble with my fucking six-digit passcode. But anyway, so I had noon light on, right? I had my passcode off. We shared wine. It was awesome. He's a good guy, but there was, like, no chemistry. Anyway. So um, murderized, right? You don't want to be murderized. So <laughs> definitely do some research, right? Definitely have something like Noonline on for safety or at least let like your friends know where you are, you know? Um, and like I said, number nine taught me a lesson. So hopefully I, hopefully I have actually fucking learned from that. And then hopefully I can share some good information to keep you guys safe. Um, one of the things that number nine and I always talked about was just the idea of like comfort kills and you can't be too complacent you need to get out of your shell. You need to be brave, right? So I actually have a tattoo on my leg that uh, literally reads comfort kills and that is like special to me. And I'll go ahead and share info with that later with like tattoos and dating and all that in another episode. But so number nine and I, like I said, always talk about comfort kills and, you know, don't be too complacent and all that. And one day I was on Instagram because I love fucking Instagram and I saw a T-shirt pop up and it was from a company called BC Limited. And the T-shirt simply reads, comfort wants you dead. 
And I ordered it instantly. Like I was like, I don't even give a shit how much this t-shirt costs. Like I love it, right? I love, love it. Um, and so I ordered it. And then I clicked on like the description where you pick the size you want or whatever, right? I always pick a bigger size than I need in case it shrinks. But in this case, it did not. But anyway, but Brian Compton will add to the bottom of each T of why he picked um, whatever the phrase is or why he picked the image. And it's really cool. And I don't want to like steal his thunder when you go onto his website, which is BC limited and you look at his merchandise, but basically he has like, he has these like thought provoking, um, nuggets of perspective for like core values and core principles and virtues. And he's basically trying to make a difference over social media with like thought provoking shit. And I think it's awesome. Um, so it's very veteran focused. Uh, so of course, that's why I want to mention it. And you know, as I said before, I love t shirts and um, I'm a bit of like a fucking like snob with t shirts. Because <laughs> I have so many anyway, I definitely feel like you will benefit from the very least going on to his website and just reading, you know, thoughts that he has and then of course his t-shirts are fucking cool as shit love mine brian anyway so all that being said don't be murderized be safe <laughs> i've enjoyed all of your comments with the podcast so far um, my website is almost done uh, a few of you have found me on social media which i welcome um, and some platforms out there and some directories out there have little places on each one where you can comment so it's it's taken me a while to figure it out, but I, I have finally figured out a way to do it. So um, if you have any comments, concerns, questions, thoughts, you know, love the podcast, hate the podcast, think I'm funny, don't think I'm funny, you'd be fucking wrong because I'm fucking funny. But anyway, like, give me your thoughts. Um, more importantly, I'm here if you need anything. I'm fucking here. And 